You're listening to 90.5 WKHS Wharton, streaming at WKHSradio.org, community-connected student public radio. When you think about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Senior Coordinator for MBRT Next Generation Scholars. Well, I have to say I loved the intro for WKHS just before the show where they were talking about Community Connected. We are Community Connected at KCHS, and our guest for today's show is definitely a representation of that. We are so delighted to have John Schratweiser, the Director of Kent Cultural Alliance at the WKHS studio. Welcome. Thank you very much. So good to be here. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. We were just chatting beforehand about all kinds of different, you know, project ideas and events. And there's just so much excitement building around around the the arts and music and especially at at KCPS. But um, can you share more about your role with Kent Cultural Alliance with us? Yeah, sure. So um, I serve as the director and uh, the Kent Cultural Alliance. We changed our name back in um, January 2020, right before the pandemic. Perfect timing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, We're the Kent County Arts Council. Mm -hmm. We've been around for 47 years um, and we're essentially the sort of the county sanctioned version of the Maryland State Arts Council. Uh, We're basically funded um, primarily with a block grant uh, from state appropriations as are the arts councils in all 24 counties across the state of Maryland. Um, but our role really is to, um, you know, ensure that state dollars and public dollars are reaching deep and far into the community. Mm-hmm. So we do that through grant making. We do that through uh, programming, um, exhibitions, uh, and projects and partnerships like we have with the Kent County Public Schools. That's awesome. So let's dive into that. There there always seems to be a great program with the arts in Kent County Public Schools. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that partnership or some kind of recent programs that have been put into place or are yeah. still working right now? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, the, the, the arts have a great long history here in the Kent County Public Schools. I mean, um, you know, you go back decades to Sylvia Maloney and her mm-hmm. musical theater program here at the high school. Um, of course, Tom McHugh, the, our, the late and our beloved Tom McHugh, um, really got things uh, engaged, I don't know, maybe a decade or more ago um, with his Arts in Motion program. And um, he was really looking at ways to... Uh, get students exposed to new new creative endeavors, new artistic experiences, cultural experiences. Um, And and he he carried that torch really, really well. Um, He is missed. Um, I had the great pleasure of being able to work with him. Um, You know, I started at the Kent Cultural Alliance back in 2017 Mm -hmm. um, and uh, almost immediately got involved with him um, and his work with the teachers in particular, the fine arts teachers at that time. There were 11. I think we're still at 11. Um, And the programs were just, you know, really creative, really different. I mean, it was everything from helping to pay for a bus to go to a museum in Mm -hmm. D.C. or Philadelphia to um, bringing um, local musicians and local artists into the classroom to work in front of students, to perform, um, to get students to experience new um, 
types of art form that maybe they weren't thinking about. Uh, and, and the other really cool thing is most of the people that Tom was bringing in are people who are professional musicians. I mean, they, they are, or professional artists. They are doing this as, as their career choice. Yeah. Um, that was something that was really important to me. Um, and so I get to carry on a little bit, I hope, of Tom's legacy in, in the work that we do um, through our arts and education program. Um, and, you know, expand on that maybe and, and provide new opportunities, um, such as our, our recent uh, uh, example with our artist in residence, mm -hmm. Katie Didrickson, who's been hard at work in the King County Public Schools since January. Yeah, and there's a, a reveal happening this week. There's a big reveal yes. happening. One of her primary projects has been this fantastic um, tile mosaic. Uh, it's a um, bird bath, actually. It's going to be revealed this first Friday, Friday, June 3rd, uh, 5 o'clock at Garnett Elementary School, and it's part of the Good Seeds Garden. So it's been a partnership there with the Garden Club and the the um, elementary school, and of course, Amy Boumier, the art teacher at mm -hmm. um, Garnett, who's been phenomenal. Um, and this is a really cool piece of public art uh, that will be on display there. Well, that's exciting. I look forward to seeing that. It yeah. sounds like it's going to be great, and what a great you know, weekend to, to reveal it. I think it's going to be, you'll have a, a good crowd, which will be nice. Yeah, yeah. I certainly hope so. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. There always seems to be something happening. And I, I really enjoyed, there was a, was it the last board meeting or one of the last board meetings where there was a, a music group that came and they performed? That was so cool. That's Miss Mude. Yes. Uh, yeah. She, gosh, she is something you know, else. She is something else. I tell you, she's been a pleasure to work with. Um, I, I look forward to getting to do more with her. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that our artist Katie was able to do was actually to go into Miss Mude's music classes and draw her students while they were performing and yeah. practicing. Um, Katie's art form is called blind contour drawing. So what she actually mm -hmm. does is she draws motion. She draws a person in motion, in rehearsal, playing the drums, playing the saxophone, whatever it is. But she does it without looking at the page. So oh, she's wow. looking right at you while her hand is moving on the page. And what comes of it is really an extraordinary um, interpretation of the scene that she has watched and drawn. And so part of uh, another project that's going to be revealed a little bit later in June is a new mural that's going on the outside walls at the entrance at Rock Hall Elementary School. And that mural will feature Miss Mude's students that's um, cool. in, in various musical forms. Yeah, they'll be so excited to see themselves and so. take pictures and bring their families. And that's me. That's me in motion. That's what I was doing. Yeah, That's yeah. such a cool art form. It that's is. so it's, awesome. It's inspirational. Katie was uh, with the um, Brooklyn Symphony Orchestra as artist in residence for four years. And she spent that time drawing the orchestra. And there are multiple pieces that came out of that that are on display across New York City, um, you know, in the hall where the, the Brooklyn Music um, Brooklyn Symphony uh, performs um, and it's just it's a really really cool art form it's very interpretive um, and and it's just exciting to watch it's bold it's bright it's colorful yeah it's perfect for an elementary school yeah what's your ideal like if you could create the perfect year with a partnership with KCPS like what would you like to bring in or have I love these questions my 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 best work always came from when I had like a boss say to me okay listen if you didn't have a budget constraint what would you do and sometimes the best stuff comes from that so I'm yeah. just curious like yeah. what's in your if we had no limitations this is what we would do well it it's kind of funny that you asked that because i um we're i think we're going to try and get to that 
dream um, very soon. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as part of our new building, um, we're, we're going to be, be starting a brand new visiting artist residency program. Mm -hmm. So we'll basically have four versions of Katie um, for six weeks at a time, mm -hmm. three or four times a year. So 12 to 16 artists coming through Kent County. And part of their charge will be to work in the public schools with the fine arts teachers in whatever discipline they happen to work in. So the dream is that each of our fine arts teachers has a professional artist as their sort of partner in this process. Um, I shouldn't say just a professional artist because our, our teachers are professional artists themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they really are extraordinary artists and, and we like to highlight that and we like to give them opportunities to highlight that. But to have someone who comes from outside uh, our area, perhaps a different perspective, a different discipline, a different style of art, who can expand not just what the teachers are able to do, but expand what the children are and the students are able to experience. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so if, if we could have, you know, a professional artist side by side with our teachers um, throughout the school year, exposing uh, the teachers and students to something new, I think that would be really extraordinary. I love that. And the more we always talk about networking and connections and the more networks or connections that students have, the more possibilities that could open up. You know, they might look at somebody and say, that's a job. Like, I want to do that. That's amazing. I want to travel and work with kids like this. That's great. It's true. I yeah. mean, you know, in the past, we've had sort of one off examples of that. And, you know, Joe Holt is, is a great uh, uh, local um, and regional and kind of nationally known piano player at this point. Um, Joe comes into the schools and like one of the projects that we did with him recently before the pandemic was he has this wonderful ballerina that he works with and she is a trained professional ballerina like she has danced with major ballet companies and she comes in and they do like a 40 minute program of improvisation in ballet and piano um, and to watch the students watch Leah work is really extraordinary. Yeah. Um, so people like Joe Holt and Karen Somerville uh, with with Lester Barrett and Jerome uh, McKinney and Sambarkin, their group come into the schools and Sue Matthews comes into the schools. Patty and Dave Hegland, who are glass artists, mm -hmm. they've been doing work in the schools. Um, during the pandemic, we, we were looking for ways to engage artists with students. And so we actually commissioned a bunch of local artists to create a 30-minute video of them doing their work. So people like Robbie and Matthew, Robbie Bear and Matthew Swanson, um, uh, um, Nevin Dawson, um, you know, people uh, who had the opportunity to create some new um, video that the teachers could either use as one 30-minute thing or sp split it up into 10-minute sections and expand. So it was like a new teaching tool that was accessible virtually. That's amazing. And a chance for them to showcase their work and also instruct but then a chance for students to see and, and have that connection you know as 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 tough as that time period was it really opened up new ideas yeah. you know new connections and they all now had access to videos of all of these people that maybe wouldn't have been able to come into the school building for whatever reason but um you know they got those the, the experience of all of that it's amazing yeah and you know and graduate graduates of of Ken County High School you know yeah. uh 
Robbie Bear is. Um, uh, Joey Serino did um, a video for one of the classes too. Yeah. So like it was just, it was really, really cool. And it was also an opportunity for us to actually pay artists because yeah. they were not getting gigs. They were not mm-hmm. getting shows. Mm-hmm. Um, artists were suffering too uh, during the p- pandemic financially. And so it was like win, win, win. You know, yeah. like we had this extra money from the state. We paid artists. The artists supported the teachers. That gave students a great experience. Yeah. I, I just want stuff like that to continue. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, we'll we'll come back to like the the building and all those different things. But first, one of my favorite things about this show is we take this professional journey with each guest. <laughs> so if we can kind of like roll back, thinking about yourself in high school, what did you think you wanted to pursue, or what was of interest to you at that time? Uh, I was a theater kid. Yeah. I wanted to pursue theater. Yeah, yeah. I, I did musical theater in grammar school, in high school, in college. Um, I did a little bit of summer stock stuff after college. Um, that's really where I thought I was going. I, mm-hmm. I love theater. And so, um, you know, but once you get out into the real world and you realize <laughs> that, you know, yeah, I can sing, but I'm like, I can't like, I'm not like that good. <laughs> and there are a lot of people out there who are much better than I am. Um, and, and it's a tough road. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be, wa- you got to be aware of those types of things, manage your expectations yeah. as they say. Um, but because of that, um, and that love of theater and that wanting to be involved in theater. Um, m- one of my first jobs out of college, I actually got to work as the secretary to the development director, the fundraising person at Lincoln Center. Oh, wow. Uh, in New York. Yeah. Um, and so um, that was that opened a whole new door to me because I, I didn't know where I wanted to go if, if, I, if I couldn't actually be on Broadway, right? Right. And it turned out the best thing for me was this this thing called arts administration. Ah, uh, whole new door, which whole is new like, opportunities. Whoa, what is that? <laughs> you know. So I I stayed with it, and um and it's why I'm here. I mean, I've worked for three different theater companies up and down the East Coast. Um, I I worked for um here at the Garfield Theater mm-hmm. um, back in two thousand from two thousand four to two thousand ten. Um, and then I ran the state of Maryland's um, uh, arts advocacy organization called Maryland Citizens for the Arts, where I was actually working in Baltimore and Annapolis, and I was the lobbyist for public funding for the arts in the state of Maryland. Wow. Before coming back here to Kent County. Yeah. So even not necessarily the, the path that you thought you would take, but you sort of followed that area and more opportunities opened up. That's like my favorite thing when students make those connections. Like we do a career tour and we took them to um, one place and they were like, people get paid to do this (laughs) it was like such a big light bulb like i didn't even know that don't get crazy we don't get paid a lot i know but still but you know just that the fact that it's something that you can legitimately pursue and somebody will give you a paycheck for it it is Um, you know it all at various levels of course but um but just you know when they when you look at a business from the outside you don't realize all of the jobs that go into it or make it happen or what happens even you know we can come back to the the um, the new building it, there's so much that needs to happen to make that come into fruition it's not just the people inside it it's all the things happening outside of it yeah and to to look at the arts as as not just for a theater person or a musician there's right. marketing there's yeah. fundraising there's public relations there's the tech side of everything mm-hmm. i mean think of you know just the the theater here when there's a high school production or, not everybody's or a on joint stage. production yep. there's a lot of people backstage and all of that's important and and out there in the world those are paid jobs right yeah 
Yeah, their eyes are like, wait a minute. <laughs> even in the <laughs> even at college, I knew I had a. Um, I went to Washington College, and I had a roommate that got paid to build sets. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was her on campus job. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, loved loved everything about the theater. Was did not want to be on the stage just other than putting the <laughs> the set together and striking the set. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there there's just so much. But um, well, let's let's kind of follow that path. How did how did all of that bring you to Kent County? Um, yeah, so um, really serendipitous. Um, we, uh, I, I was living in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working at Signature Theater in Arlington, Virginia, mm-hmm. which is a, a Tony Award-winning regional theater company. Um, and I was the development director there. And um, that means I was in charge of fundraising. And I had done that role in many different places. And I wanted to get beyond that role. I mm-hmm. wanted to get to the executive director level. And um, I, I thought that perhaps going back to school uh, for a master's in... Um, sort of nonprofit management. My, mine is technically a master's in public administration from George Washington University. Um, but I did a concentration in nonprofit management in the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, friends of mine bought a summer place in Chestertown. Uh-huh. And uh, I came out and experienced the house and experienced the town. And I took one step inside the Prince Theater, then, <sighs> then called the Prince Theater in the f- summer of 2003 and said, this is what I want. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so it, it really was serendipitous. Um, I, I actually moved here first. <laughs> um, I was commuting to DC to finish my master's. Um, and um, Ron and Susan Kearns uh, owned the building at that time. And they had painstakingly put a ton of money into um, redoing the inside and, you know, recreating the beautiful art deco space and putting in the floor and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and they started a foundation to run the programming and, and it, we just, we met, it was the right connection. Um, and it, it just seemed like, you know, it was where I wanted to be. Yeah. And so I was there for almost seven years, mm-hmm. um, and, and ran the theater and had a fantastic time. Um, Lucia Foster yes. joined me, um, about two years in yeah. and, and just made everything so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, we had that, the wonderful summer theater camp for kids. Um, and we really diversified the programming, you know, we were doing concerts and plays and readings and um, book readings and wedding receptions and you know you name it. <laughs> I went to one there. That was fabulous. <laughs> um, so so some really great experiences and mm-hmm. of course then for a theater kid you know um, when you run a theater you you perhaps might have an opportunity once or twice to put yourself on stage. Sure, why not? <laughs> so I did a couple of really great shows that I loved. Um, we did a production of Stephen Sondheim's Company that was probably one of my favorite experiences of all time. Yeah. Uh, and and then we did the song cycle, Songs for a New World, which I did with Sue Matthews and Melissa McGlynn and Marlon Saunders. Oh. Um, and just amazing people to work with mm-hmm. and great experiences. Yeah. That's awesome. And it, it's kind of a neat lesson for students. Like if you want to be somewhere, you know, move there and maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe you'll make that connection happen. You can't, it, it won't happen unless you put yourself there. Right. So yeah. I think that's a neat, a neat piece of advice for students. Like if you really want to be part of a company or be in an area, go move there and be in that place and, and absorb everything around you and just 
keep going until they pay you, I guess. Do it. And, you know, start volunteering. <laughs> yeah. You know, get a job pouring coffee. It's totally yeah. okay. We've yeah. all done it, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Do that for a little while, but go volunteer and then show your value. And that's where the jobs often come from, yeah. is from volunteers and people inside these organizations. You you get to know everything and you bring more to the table. Right. And you, you kind of develop a, a loyalty to the place or a, a passion for what it is that they're doing and, and become an invaluable team member. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, we'll get into a little more <laughs> advice, but so let's let's jump. Let's talk about the the projects happening right now. So we were we were chatting a little bit beforehand about the new building. Yeah. Super exciting. <laughs> so walk us through what's happening there. Oh my gosh. This <laughs> this journey. <laughs> this pandemic infused uh, journey. Oh um so we um when Leslie Raymond had been running the Kent County Arts Council for close to 30 years, mm-hmm. um, she she is the mother of the arts in Kent County. <laughs> she is the my inspiration. She is my muse. She is one of my best friends. Um, and I just adore her and everything that she brought with her to this job. Um, and uh, when I, after seven years of doing the lobbying work in Annapolis, I was kind of getting a little tired. Yeah. I was having a lot of good good fortune we did very very well when i was there i was like you know if i keep going i'm gonna start to get tired and get Mm. burned out so i was out here actually in chestertown for an event that leslie was hosting um in in my other capacity and uh i just walked up to her as i as i arrived one morning and said so leslie when are you gonna retire because i want your job (laughs) i love that (laughs) and uh she looked at me and said if you're serious how's tomorrow oh my gosh (laughs) stick around (laughs) um so um it wasn't quite tomorrow but it was it was something we um we talked about a lot and Mm -hmm. uh i think she really trusted that I would take this organization, which her husband created back in 1975, and yeah. then she ran for many, many years um, to to the next level uh, with her blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so I got. I, I'm, I'm losing track of where the question was. We're talking the about the building. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, I love it. All of it goes in. It's not just a physical building, right? There's a bunch of emotion and thoughts and creativity yeah, that goes into yeah. it. Because Vince used to own the building. Yeah. Uh, and Leslie ran the Arts Council out of that building, and and it was the only place to be. And the building had been on the market for ten years, mm-hmm. uh, since like 2007 to 2017, when we finally purchased it. Um, and so we purchased it, and we just kind of got rolling. Like we did a couple of years. Two, almost two years of programming in that building in its terrible, terrible condition <laughs> uh, just to sort of show what we would be, what this new version of the of the Kent Cultural Alliance would actually be. And we did this amazing exhibit of artwork by Wounded Warriors from mm-hmm. Walter Reed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great exhibit uh, about the opioid epidemic with Peter Brune, a spectacular Baltimore-based artist, um, now Maine-based, but uh, whose daughter um, died of an overdose mm-hmm. Um and um, and then we did the, the the big migration project, which is all based around Jacob Lawrence's migration series, which he was an African American sort of, um, I, I want to say like folk life painter, but his his collection of sixty panels of migration are world famous. Half of them live at the Met in New York, and half of them at the Phillips Collection in D.C. And so we we dove into these really intense topics, um, and and are are starting to show that really our mission is to use the arts to interpret situations, to interpret life, to interpret experiences in a way that more people can experience them. Mm-hmm. So um, so that was the goal. And and 
so we knew that we had to raise money to buy the building and then we had to raise money to renovate the building and we got off to a great start um i did I, i'm a grant writer and a fundraiser i mean that's right. just what i've done yeah. for most of my life so it does come sort of naturally to me uh but we got a lot of money from the state of maryland um capital grant project building money um and then just this extraordinarily generous community this community who comes out and shows up for everything mm-hmm. and there it you know there are people here who have the means to make these projects successful and and they do it yeah they get involved um so we've been working on the building for three years Oh my gosh. Delayed, of course, by right. the pandemic and our ability also to raise money. It was really hard to raise money during the pandemic because mm-hmm. rightfully so, the money that was out there was going to human needs. Right. Um, you know, healthcare, foods, et cetera. So we literally took a back step. We did not do an ounce of public fundraising during the height of the pandemic mm-hmm. on purpose. Right. Um, and as things started to ease and as we started to move forward again, um, you know, people got to see, we did the outside first. Mm-hmm. And I that's think, that's I an impact. I think that was really, really important <laughs> yeah. because that building was going to fall down. Yeah. I mean, it really was. Mm-hmm. We had to put in a whole new foundation. We did all new structural stuff. And then we, we took off the old clabbered siding, finished it, repainted it, and put it back on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're using the historic siding that was on the building and just that pop of red color it's so, it's so lovely and yes. that front porch yes <laughs> which was critical i yes. really had to have the front porch yeah <clears throat> so you know that ma- that made it real to people yep. um so it became easy to not easy but easier to raise more of the money that we needed to complete it of course the budget that we started with grew because the cost of <laughs> everything went up yeah um but now we're really close um the 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 amazing team at osprey custom carpentry that's pete badcock um kent county uh um, business and they're just phenomenal and they are pushing through these final stages we're doing fire suppression and electric and plumbing and hvac and you know in a couple weeks they'll be able to insulate and put up drywall and i we hope that the project will be finished by the end of August. That's and amazing. We should be moving in sometime in September or early October. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. So, that will be such a moment to like move your things in and just put <laughs> things up on the walls and just. At, at long last. Yes. Ah, oh, that's so exciting. See, it does. It will work out. It will work out. Keep pushing. If yeah. it's something that you want, keep pushing through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's so exciting. So, well, we, we look forward to having you back when that opens. Yeah, and you're thanks. Get, get all that excitement. Yeah, and, I'll do it. You know, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, any, like, I kind of wrapping this back into, we like to sort of leave with advice for students. So maybe advice for students that want to pursue a career in the arts or maybe even the arts administration side that you've yeah. been able to pursue. Like, what, what, would, what advice would you offer a student for something like that? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's it sounds corny when you when you get into that, but it's like, follow your passion. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I really didn't know where I would end up when I was in high school, but I knew I loved the theater. Mm-hmm. And um, it was not an easy road. There, there's just, there is no easy road. Like, mm. those things just don't exist. So mm-hmm. you've got to work hard. you got to bust tables. you got <laughs> you know, to show up. <laughs> yeah. um, you got to participate, show up, participate, show up, participate. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's any advice, that's what I say. Like, get involved in your community um, and, and, and find those things that give you passion. Yeah. 
How can a student get involved with Kent Cultural Alliance? They can call us. <laughs> show um, up. You can get show up. When that building opens, <laughs> just knock on the door. Don't even, it, the door will be unlocked. Just come in. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you can find out more about us on the web at www.kentculture.org. Um, you can call us, 410-778-3700. Mm-hmm. My deputy director, Hester Sachs, uh, yeah. is a Washington the College ba- graduate. Yes, same year. Um, we're we're senior graduated. She's yeah. phenomenal. I am thrilled to have her on board. Um, and, you know, we're two people who are just really open to conversation, mm-hmm. to meeting people. Um, come and experience something that we do. You know, I'll, I'll quickly highlight uh, in a couple weeks, uh, a Kent County High School graduate, Marlon Saunders, mm-hmm. coming back home uh, to present the premiere of a brand new musical that we commissioned him to write that's called Isaac. Um, and it's based on the autobiography of Isaac Mason, who was a man who was enslaved in Kent County. In fact, by the family that owned the building that we are currently renovating as our new home, yeah. Isaac Mason wow. was a slave in that building. Um, and um, and he escaped via the Underground Railroad and lived uh, out his life. And in his old age, he, he published an autobiography. Mm-hmm. Marlon has turned that into a stage musical. And we're going to present the concert version premiere of that musical at Washington College on the June 24th, 25th, and 26th. Oh, wow. So, Come see what we're doing. Yes. Tickets are free. You just have to reserve. So come and see what that story is about and come meet us and come see sort of what our mission is because this show exemplifies it. Yeah. Wow. So a lot happening. And, and for, for students, the idea of just show up, get involved, show up, get involved. I love that advice. That's so good. Be where it is that you want to work. Just keep showing up until they give you something official to do. There you go. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. We look forward to having a, another conversation as the as the fall approaches and more programming and all of those different connections. So thank you. Sounds great. Thanks yes, a lot. Thank you. Well, we will be back next week with another edition of College and Career Corner. Until then, have a great rest of your week. This is 90.5 WKHS Wharton, streaming at wkhsradio.org, community-connected student public radio.